0: At People's Capital Group, we help you invest in real estate. Build your wealth by owning professionally managed apartment buildings in the northern New Jersey market. We want to show you how owning real estate is attainable, even for the busy professionals that don't have the time or experience investing in real estate. Now, we only work with select people who are serious about building wealth. So find out if you qualify at peoplescapitalgroup.com. Welcome to the Passive Cash Flow Podcast, where we help people invest in real estate. On this weekly show, we discuss in-depth topics explaining how we help people invest in high-demand real estate and why over the last decade, dozens of people have decided to invest passively with People's Capital Group. Some episodes include interesting guests that span dozens of different types of industries. Other episodes offer analysis of popular topics that pertain to people seeking to learn how to build passive wealth in real estate. So listen in to enjoy our off-the-cuff podcast made to entertain, educate, and help you learn how to create passive wealth in real estate. Today we have a very interesting topic. I'm going to talk about how to invest $250,000 into real estate. So, of course, we work with a number of investors here at People's Capital Group. Most people get started with a minimum investment of $30,000 or maybe $50,000 in our opportunities. But sometimes people have a, a more larger amount to invest in real estate, especially if it's a second or third or fourth time you're investing in a, one of our opportunities, or perhaps you're a millionaire investor and you're looking to put a larger sum of capital to work of two hundred fifty dollars to $500,000. So in this episode, we're gonna talk about how to invest $250,000 into real estate. Let's break right into it here. So the first, uh, first option I wanna consider here when investing $250,000 into real estate is hiring professionals, working with experienced operators who have a proven track record and getting into a real estate syndication. See, there's plenty of real estate syndications out there. People's Capital Group is one of them. We focus on North Jersey apartment buildings and we have our own in-house management company. So some people like that competitive edge of having control of our assets a little more closely by by working with our own in-house management company. so we don't manage anyone else's assets, just our own. So we focus on renovating North Jersey apartment buildings and making solid returns for our investor group. And we're a real estate syndication. But there's tons of them out there. You have Grant Cardone who flies around in fancy jets and sells boot camps and rah-rah things. And he'll get you excited about you know, getting up and spending money on his boot camps. There's also other companies that are doing multiple different markets and working with uh, accredited investors only. Maybe you're an accredited investor. If you're not a accredited investor, then you might want to consider working with a syndicate that accepts sophisticated investors, which are people that are not yet accredited, but have some experience in real estate investments. We do accept sophisticated investors as well as accredited investors. So smaller investors getting started, sophisticated investors and more experienced. More wealthy investors, such as an accredited investor, we accept them here both at our real estate syndication. But the first thing you want to determine when investing $250,000 in real estate is do you want to be an active investor or a passive investor? A passive investor means you don't have to do the day-to-day operations. An active investor means you do, and you better know what you're doing. Uh, So real estate syndication is a good way to hire those professionals, not be on the hook for being a landlord day in and day out or managing a management company and making sure that your investment performs by working with the right professionals as you should in any asset class, especially a management intensive asset class like real estate. So here's another option to invest $250,000 into real estate. Rental properties, right? If you want to be an active investor, you can actively own and manage rental properties. Now, that's a great way to uh, get your uh, foot in the door with investing in real estate and owning real estate. But keep in mind, owning and investing in rental properties means you're on the hook to manage them day in and day out. Or maybe you hire a management company, but you're still on the hook to answer those management calls and uh, give them the documents and the information they need to make sure they're managing your property the right way. I've also hired management companies that were not that great and I ended up having to fire them. In fact, one of them was taking money from us. So I've hired three management companies in my experience and fired all three because I didn't find they managed my properties the way I wanted them to. See, we buy mismanaged apartment buildings. We improve them. We renovate them. We renegotiate leases. And doing all these things takes a lot of very particular skilled uh, people to be working for you. And and it's really a a very skilled uh, space when you're taking a mismanaged building and making it perform. There's so many moving pieces, there's so many different service providers we're hiring, they're leasing, so many moving pieces when you're repositioning apartment buildings, and I found most management companies don't want to deal with those headaches, in fact, they just want to call a plumber when a pipe leaks and uh, collect the rent when it's due, and that's what most management companies want to do, there's nothing wrong with that, but if you're really trying to reposition an apartment building, uh, management companies don't seem to be up for that task, so... The best way to produce returns is to do value add with properties, meaning fixing up a unit, buying a property for a discounted price, fixing it up, renting out the units for top dollar or buying a single family home for a good price and then fixing it up and selling it for a profit. So, of course, being an active investor, you can do those things. And rental properties, you can invest in rental properties, hire a management company to manage them. But, of course, that's going to be far more intensive management intensive and a demand on your time and patience, quite frankly, than a real estate syndication, which is a completely passive investment option. So you can also invest in real estate investment trusts. Now, there's two types of real estate investment trusts, uh, also known as REITs. Uh, We have privately traded REITs, which offer uh, many benefits there, and we have publicly traded REITs, which are stocks backed by real estate. So essentially a privately traded REIT is very similar to a real estate syndication with uh, larger minimum investment amounts, uh, hiring professionals to do the work for you, and the pass-through of all the benefits of real estate without having to do the work. But a real estate investment trust that's a publicly traded stock backed by real estate is uh, quite different than investing in a real estate syndicate. You see, REITs, Real Estate Investment Trusts, which are stocks backed by real estate, offer dividends, and these dividends can be great, sometimes up to 8% annualized, but the dividends are taxed, where real estate uh, syndications offer tax depreciation, so you can write off a lot of the cash flow that real estate syndications earn. So, a real estate uh, investment trust or a REIT, a publicly traded REIT stock backed by real estate, you might earn nice dividends on it, you might be able to sell it as it grows, but the, there's lesser tax benefits, In fact, there's no tax benefits, there's no tax depreciation when it comes to stocks. Tax depreciation is something real estate offers, not stocks. So if you want to invest with a tax strategy in mind, REITs are not a great option. If you want to invest with liquidity in mind, meaning you want to have access to your capital very quickly, be able to sell the stock, exit the stock market quickly, which again leads to volatility, which is a negative thing, but liquidity can be a good thing so you can get in and out of the investment quickly, a REIT can be a good option for that because it's a stock backed by real estate Here's a good option for active investors or those high-risk investors that want to get their hands dirty a little more or pull their hair out with contractors. Uh, if you want to invest $250,000 into real estate, house flipping can be a great option. You know, Buying a fixer-upper, we've all seen the HGTV shows where you buy a fixer-upper for $100,000, you put $50,000 into it, you sell it for $200,000, and they made a $50,000 profit. Well, taken from someone who's fixed and flipped over 50 houses, there's a lot more cost than HGTV is letting you in on. There's closing costs, there's holding costs, there's operating costs, there's resale costs. Um, so th- there's also unknowns of construction. And all these things add up. And I found that house flipping was actually one of the highest risk most frustrating way to make money in real estate so really not a fan of house flipping see there's a lot of things that can go wrong when you're flipping a house you have are opening walls you're dealing with an old home generally that has more things needed to repair than you can see on your initial inspections uh, you're doing a lot of contractors which are kind they're notorious for being a difficult to deal with and uh, unscrupulous at times. So in my experience, I've had a lot of challenges with contractors and construction in general. In fact, that's where some of the biggest challenges we've had in real estate lie. It's not in leasing the unit for top dollar. It's not always in finding a great deal or even raising the capital. We have plenty of investors and we perform very well for them. So the majority of them reinvest over time. Finding a good deal is hard, but we have good resources to do that. And if we're patient enough, we do tend to source very good deals over time. But the hardest part is managing contractors. We have contractors we've done great business with for years, and then one day they don't show up or they don't uh, do something trustworthy. So managing contractors can be difficult. Managing construction projects can be difficult. So if you're looking to invest $250,000 in real estate and be somewhat passive, house flipping is not a good option. If you're looking to be active, take risks, and you wanna really uh, jump in head first with flipping houses, $250,000 is certainly enough money to do it. You may need to leverage that with a hard money lender depending on your construction budget and where you're buying property and renovating it. But generally, this is enough money to buy and fix a house and can be a good way to make a large profit if everything goes according to plan, which in my experience of flipping houses, it doesn't all go according to plan as life in general. So here's another option if you're looking uh, how to invest $250,000 in real estate. You can lend out the capital. You could become the bank, right? So sometimes when we used to fix and flip houses, we'd have private lenders lend us the capital. They'd put their capital in a first lien position. They'd earn an interest payment on their investment. And if something happened with the investment and we couldn't pay the loan back, which, of course, never happened... Uh, We always pay our loans on time, even if the projects are taking longer than we thought or being over budget, which does happen from time to time, of course, on flips, but not so much in the apartment buildings. But in this case, if you're lending out your $250,000 to be the bank, that's a great place to be because if your borrower doesn't perform, you can essentially foreclose on them. Now, that's not something you want to go through. Of course, you want to avoid that. There's costs and risks to that, and no one really wants to foreclose on their borrower. But... You know that is a safety. uh, That is a way to secure your capital nicely by lending out that $250,000, being a private lender, earning an interest rate on your investment. That's a good way to invest $250,000 into real estate safely. But just make sure your borrower knows what he's doing and knows what they're doing, uh, has the resources to pay you back in case the asset doesn't perform, and has other ample savings to cover that uh, monthly interest rate. And granted, there's challenges with the project or the cash flow, so you want to make sure you have a good borrower. And of course, there are risks to lending to uh, less worthy borrowers, although you can charge a higher interest rate. So you want to look at the risk and reward there. Again, probably not as safe as investing in a a well-established real estate syndicate in a large multi-unit asset. Like a large apartment building tends to be a safer investment than a single family home or a small multifamily or a new operator, of course. So why should you invest $250,000 into real estate? You know, there's so many options out there. There's cryptocurrency, there's a stock market, there's new tech, there's all types of different opportunities to invest in these days. Why real estate? Well, in my opinion, uh, first of all, real estate produces pretty steady cash flow, especially apartment buildings. You need a roof over your head. People need that commodity. So they're always going to be paying for it. Here in North Jersey, the rental cost is going up, up, and up. So we see that steady cash flow continue to come in on the right assets. Of course, real estate produces tax advantages, right? Tax depreciation, where you don't see that on stocks so much or cryptocurrency or other investment options. So tax depreciation is a great way for our investors to write off their cash flow they're earning on our apartment buildings, But also our tax strategy is to do a buy, renovate, refinance. So the majority uh, liquidity that our investors are experiencing through the refinance, which is a large lump sum liquidity event every three to five years, where they would expect back about half of their investment. Well, that's essentially tax-free as long as our investors stick with us long term through a 1031 tax deference as we trade into bigger and better buildings. And the cash flow that they're earning is written off by their tax depreciation. So our investment strategy in real estate is a tax strategy. It's a way to harvest our equity growth, earn cash flow, own high demand uh, cash flowing real estate that's growing in value over time and maintains its value through thick and thin through recession and, and strong markets as well, but also offers a ton of tax advantages and allows our investors to harvest equity growth without paying taxes. See, when we create a cash-out refinance and we complete that for our investor group, and our investors experience about half of their investment back at that refinance, if they decide to stay invested long-term, which most of our investors do because it's a better tax strategy, then they don't have to pay income on that refinance capital. See, when you complete a refinance, it is debt. That's good debt that our tenants are gonna pay down for years to come. It's low interest debt that's secured on a property and the bank wouldn't give us more debt than the property can afford. So it's a safe amount of debt. It's good debt, but that's debt. It's debt that my business partner and I will personally guarantee sometimes. So our investors don't have to, right? That's a big factor here. We take that risk off their shoulders. But when you do a cash out refinance and uh, you're you're able to pay out to the investors at that time and take a large lump sum off the table, Well, that's a non-taxable event as long as you're not exiting the investment, as long as we do a 1031 tax deferrance in the future, which we plan on doing and trading into a bigger and bigger building as time goes on. So real estate can be the gift that keeps on giving through a 1031 tax deferrance, but it also is a great tax strategy. See, when I was a realtor, I paid myself six figures and I ended up giving about 35, 40% of that to the government at the end of the year. And it really stunk. So I said, wait a minute, I wanna pay myself so I don't get taxed now my effective tax rate is about 0% depending on the year I'm having. So because I pay myself through refinance of real estate and the cash flow I'm earning on my assets, I write off with tax depreciation. So I don't earn a salary or W-2 income. So therefore I'm very, uh, I could pay myself a large amount, but I could pay very low taxes because I have a good tax strategy. And that's the magic of the buy, renovate, refinance strategy in real estate. That's the magic of tax depreciation. So as we increase our equity, our wealth increases, equity is the value of the property minus the debt. Also as inflation increases, right? Real estate's a very inflationary friendly asset, meaning as inflation increases, which is happening right now, it's something we cannot control. We're at the mercy of inflation, especially at the rate it's at right now. You wanna make sure you're in an asset class like real estate Whereas the value grows through inflation, right? We see our values go up. Now our home values, our property values are growing up. Rent is going up. So inflation pushes our property values up. But it does even a second thing even better than that. It lowers the cost of our debt. See, if I take out a million dollar loan 20 years ago, that was a lot of money, right? Right now, a million dollars, yeah, it's still a lot of money, but it's less than it was 20 years ago. And as inflation grows and grows and grows, the cost of my past debt gets less and less and less as the value of my building gets more and more. So it increases my equity, it increases the value of the property, it lowers the cost of my debt. So inflation is is actually a good thing for real estate. Now, we don't want hyperinflation. We don't want too much inflation that's going to turn the market upside down and scare consumers, but we do want a healthy amount of inflation, which is about half of what inflation is right now. So hopefully inflation does actually slow down a bit. But owning real estate allows you to have a good hedge against inflation and grow as inflation grows. So general tips for investing in real estate with 250000 is you want to also consider, you know, do you want to be an active investor or a passive investor? Generally, being a passive investor is a better option because you're hiring professionals to make the right investment decisions for you, bring you the right investment opportunity, like an off-market apartment building. It's what we aim to do here at People's Capital Group. And then, of course, you're working within a professional group to make sure the asset performs over a long period of time. So an active investor is going to be the opposite of that. You're going to be running around dealing with the shenanigans of being a landlord and the headaches of managing a management company or managing a building. So if you have a full time job and you don't have experience in managing real estate or being a real estate investor, then a passive investment option is probably a better bet, such as a real estate syndication. Also, what are you currently investing in, right? Are you 100% invested in the stock market? Are you 100% invested in real estate? Then maybe you want to diversify a little bit in the stock market. Most people are 100% invested in the the stock market or somewhere close to that. So we do find that diversifying 50% to uh, 35% of your investment capital into real estate is a smart move. Uh, Tried and true real estate with good operators. Not a REIT, not a stock backed by real estate that's very liquid and very volatile. But a real estate syndication, where you're working with experienced professionals in a high-demand building, a larger building as well, and that's going to allow you to produce better returns over time and make sure your investment's safe and well-managed also. So when investing $250,000, if you already have a large stock portfolio and $250,000 is about 50% or less of your stock portfolio, then I would really consider putting that into real estate, tried and true professionally managed real estate syndication. But at the end of the day, the stock market, real estate, you really wanna be invested in both. You wanna have a little bit of money in the uh, casino known as the stock market where you have good uh, growth over the last few years, nice liquidity, pulling your money in and out very easily, which is one large benefit of the stock market. And then you have real estate, which is a little less liquid. Uh, Sometimes you're not able to pull your capital out for a three to five year period, but that could be a good thing. That means that the investment's not as liquid. It means it's not as volatile. See, when investors can pull their money out tomorrow, well, that creates volatility in the market. So to really diversify against that volatility of the stock market, you wanna be in a less liquid investment, such as real estate. Now there are exit options along the way with most real estate syndicates. Usually uh, over a three to five year period, you can uh, exit the investment option. And there's also other options as well to invest $250,000, such as high yield savings accounts and cryptocurrency, But at the end of the day, those uh, cryptocurrency is a higher risk investment that is really very less predictable. And high yield savings account is a very low income asset class that's really not going to keep up with inflation. So you want to be careful with both of those options. Probably not a great place to park $250,000 long term. However, if you are looking to put $250,000 into real estate and you are looking to be a passive investor, meaning you don't have a ton of experience in this space, you want to hire professionals to make sure the investment goes as planned, then a real estate syndication is probably the best bet for you. You can learn more about our real estate syndication at peoplescapitalgroup.com. We have a weekly podcast that comes out, which you're listening to right now, the Passive Cashflow Podcast. We have webinars almost every other week, some about how to self-direct your IRA into real estate. Others are about how to diversify out of the stock market into real estate and generally focused on real estate investing, wisely investing in real estate syndicates, and the benefits of doing that type of investing. So enjoy our webinars, our podcasts, our weekly blogs as well here at peoplescapitalgroup.com. And if you wanna learn more, fill out a qualification form to see if you qualify to invest, because if you have $250,000 to invest in real estate, Definitely look into real estate syndications. Do your shopping around. Find one that has the right investment strategy that meets your investment goals and shares the same mentality as you as operators and making sure that you both have the same values as well. And then invest that $250,000 into real estate because it is a tried and true asset class as long as you're invested with the right professionals. You can learn more at peoplescapitalgroup.com. So thanks a lot for listening. Hope you had a good day. Enjoy it. Make it productive. And check out our next episode in one week from now.